what do you want to be known for and what are you doing to get there? If you're looking for a platform that encourages conversations about creating, innovating, building and branding for the African market, then subscribe and let's talk about building African brands. I'm your host, Anisa Chukomba. Hi friends, so I thought it might be interesting to share an episode with lessons from our last guest and how you can actually apply some of the lessons um, to your brand. So in the last episode we had Faith Mudiwa Chipangura who is a 12 time author from Zimbabwe and she now helps in writing and publishing through her publishing house Phoenix Publishing. So Faith is also a mentor um, in that she mentors people that are under the age of 30 that are looking to write books. And I'm also just going to say that she also mentioned that 10 of her mentees now are published authors as well, which is actually really great. The episode was centered around writing to build brand authority. And the quickest way I've seen people build their personal brands is by establishing thought leadership. So I'm not going to lie that writing is an impressive way to come through and say that you understand what you do and what really establishes thought leadership is when you also have an opinion that you share surrounding your industry and your area of interest, right? So it's not just saying, okay, I have all of this great knowledge, I understand what I'm doing, come read my book, but it's also having your own take, having your own um, perspective on it. So I'm curious to know, have you ever tried to sit down to write a blog post or a 5,000 word assignment, let alone a book? (laughs) It's a task that I think is mentally challenging and people that sit down to write books, I personally respect them. And I know that people now use ghostwriters and so on, but when you're building your personal brand, even if you do decide to use a ghostwriter, there's a level of involvement that is still needed right so faith shared about the need to be authentic as well and how she makes an effort to ensure that what people see online or in her books is the same thing as what people get when they meet her or when they hear her speaking so authenticity can really be challenging because you need to be true to something that is literally authenticity you have to be true to something so you need to decide on your values on who you want to present yourself as in the world whether you are being watched by people or not so this is in public or in private right you then actually need to show up in the same way time and time again so this actually speaks to brand values And I have an episode that goes into this, which is a snippet from a brand strategy workshop that I facilitated and put on this podcast. But it's essentially in episode number 40. Yeah, episode number 40. And um, your brand values should be guided. Actually, sorry, your brand values should be your guide. (laughs) And they should influence everything surrounding the way that you work, the way that you interact with your stakeholders right down to your product creation and service delivery right and if you are keen to learn more about that you can head on over to the episode it was less than 10 minutes so it will be a quick one but a very practical one 
So Faith also touched on having a big enough why. Your why in branding is your brand purpose. And in the episode with Faith, I also said how this is something that I really did agree with her on and something that I suppose we share a view on because I do talk about this a lot as well. You really do need to have that big why. And for her, she mentioned that her why is what keeps her disciplined. Her why is what keeps her going. So when your plan doesn't work, it doesn't mean that you stop, right? Um, the difference between giving up and failing. And we see this a lot with founders, like where people say, okay, they failed. Um, but I mean, did you fail or did you give up, right? So when you have a big enough why, you keep going because you have something to achieve and you will try you will try and then you might not succeed at first you pick yourself up you pivot and then you do this over and over until you've done what you set out to do or until you served the person you want to serve or until you've solved the problem you set out to solve trying something like let's say creating a product and the product having a low uptake doesn't mean that your business must close. It just means that you need to go back to the people that you want to serve, figure out and ask why your product isn't working, come back and improve until it actually serves them in the way that you needed to serve them. But in your business, this actually looks like committing to finding a solution for the problem that you identified. And I recently listened to a few pitches in a local event that I was volunteering for and we had one of the businesses um, present their idea or I suppose business model and it really seemed like they had created a solution and they were not trying to find ways to offer to the market. So practically speaking, let's say they had an application and that application wasn't actually solving a problem for the target audience, but it really seemed that they had created this application and now they were trying to find ways to make it solve something. So I think to better explain this, like let's say you have your application or you have your product and you can tell that it's not really working. But because you've created it and um, you spend so much time working on it, you then actually want to find ways of maybe adding features to it or you know, trying to improve it um, instead of actually going back to understanding who you want to serve, why you want to serve them, and then creating a solution to solve that problem for them. So that big why also determines how you actually do business. And I mean, with that specific example, that's an example of something we call, I think it's a sunk cost bias. <laughs> I'm also going to look this up after the episode. But essentially, we tend to overvalue things that we spent a lot of time on. Even if something isn't working and it clearly isn't working, we will struggle to let go of it because we feel like we've put so much time into it. And, you know, we just then tend to overvalue it over something that maybe we spent a day working on. So if you've been working on your business for five years and you've been working on this product for five years and it's not working, and you now need to find a different way to a different solution for the people that you want to serve the tendency is that the longer that you've been working on it for the harder it is or the more difficult it is to let it go and start again and that's just a bias that we just need to be conscious of 
And yeah, I just want to put that on there. And then the final point that I would like to touch on is about how Faith mentioned that we as Africans need to create and take pride in our work. We compete on a local level, right? Whether it's your city, your country. But then we need to understand the standards on the continent. And we also need to understand global standards so that our voices can be heard on the global stage. For her, she gave an example about how if you write a book, you don't only want to compete locally and say, okay, I'm the only person in this industry that's written a book on this, or I'm the only person. And then establish your thought leadership in that way. You want to think about how your book can actually compete on a global level so that you also become a thought leader on that front. So not just on your country level, but your continent and internationally, globally as well. So, of course, we should still create authentically. But there are certain things that sometimes happen that we have become too forgiving of. And I'll also speak about this, like, let's say on a, on a Zimbabwean level, for example. Maybe some things like some shortcuts that we sometimes take, um, because sometimes things can just go. And again, you might have first moves advantage. So you were doing things and you're the first one. And you know that you might not be doing it as well as you should. But because you're the first one, you just carry on and do it. It's saying that you should take pride in what you're doing. And even if you do have that first move advantage, strive to do your best. Strive to take pride in the work that you're doing because it actually does reflect on you. It reflects on your local industry and it reflects on our ability to do things. <laughs> right if you're paving a way for people and um just to reinforce that i do like to talk about how we need to be conscious about how the way that we work affects or reflects on our industry if i as a brand strategist take shortcuts and the people that i work with maybe have results that are not long lasting when someone else or when they decide that they want to work with another brand strategist they might not have good things to say about us right it might not just be about me but it will then become about the industry and I've seen this I mean I started as a social media manager but I've seen this even let's say with social media managers where people have just gone through and said okay I'm a social media manager I haven't taken the time to actually understand what it takes to manage an account for business and do social media for business I haven't actually taken the time to understand goal setting or brand messaging, how to make a business stand out, all of that to actually present them well online. And once a business or brand works with someone like that, they then come out with a negative perception around working with social media managers. And I've seen this even with, with potential clients, you know, where people have said things like, oh, I know you digital marketers, or I know you social media managers. You guys will say that you can do A, B, C, and then three months down the line, nothing has come out of it. And I mean, obviously, there are ways of dealing with this and handling it when it's a one-on-one -on -one conversation. But it also just shows that that person would have had a bad experience or would have heard about someone else or a close friend or family member having a bad experience. So we always need to be conscious about how our work as individuals actually reflects on our local industry and how that affects us on 
like just even the continent right because people are looking at our different um, industries and ecosystems so you'll have like for example the startup ecosystem people will be looking and asking okay how is the sim ecosystem doing how are developers in sim working um can i depend on a social media manager from xyz country from that take pride in your work like faith emphasized in the episode and be disciplined in the work that you're doing she also mentioned that this should go whether it's a side hustle whatever it is just take pride in what you do and always show up as your best self in that what is your big why and how are you showing up to work towards it your brand purpose and brand values where your brand purpose is your big why and your brand values are your guide they are a part of your brand core and they inform everything you do including what kind of book you should be writing to build brand authority remember that we are in an age where you can just start you can literally just start if you want to start speaking speak but because this one was about writing for brand authority if you want to start writing write captions and post them to your linkedin start publishing articles on a blog or on a newsletter and i mean there are a lot of platforms that you can do this for free as well you can use medium.com um you can use literally a wordpress blog a wix a wix site there are a couple of micro blogging platforms you can create a linkedin newsletter and which is on the sliders in there LinkedIn newsletters are great because LinkedIn will do the legwork in bringing subscribers at first. So it will literally, the minute that you publish your first newsletter, it will invite your contacts or your connections on LinkedIn to subscribe to the newsletter, which is a bit different from other platforms where you then have to go and say, hey, please follow me. Because <laughs> I mean, when you're starting out, you know, it's difficult to actually get that organic reach, right? So definitely a great place to start publishing but my point on this is just start start writing and establish your voice earlier on i said that the key to thought leadership isn't only about having a good understanding of your industry but also in having an opinion or your own take that you create and refine over time this doesn't just happen over time the more you dig into your area of interest the more you will establish your position on it and the more you'll actually be able to refine your position on on your area of interest writing content forces you to engage with your area of interest because you need to understand what you're writing about so it forces you to actually engage with your area of interest and understand it on a whole new level and you aren't just going to write a blog on something that you aren't sure on because you put your name on it you know you you've put your name on something and that matters so you have to do research you have to organize your thoughts and you have to bring through your own voice so i encourage you to start where you are and with what you have and take it a step further reach out to me and share it with me i would love to engage with your content and actually learn from you if you found this podcast helpful or learn something from it please share it with someone you know share it with someone you know that will benefit from listening to this episode also don't forget to leave a rating and a review so that the podcast reaches more listeners 
So tell me, what do you want to be known for and what are you doing to get there? I would love to know who you are and what you're working on. So send me a message or a DM and let's connect. And before you do, please do leave a rating and a review. Thank you for listening to this podcast.